Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I am your host, Connor Duffy. Is my mission is my goal to help any individual that is struggling with addiction. If you need resources, you can reach out to my direct line. It is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Whether you need inpatient treatment, you need a recovery coach, or you need free resources, uh, like an A meetings list or something like that, you can reach out to my line. So what I want to talk about today are the benefits of rehab. What's the point of going to rehab and what do you truly gain from that type of, uh, that type of treatment? And it's pretty straightforward. You know what I mean? Um, nobody ever wants to go to treatment, right? It's not like we come flying into sobriety on the wings of glory. We're not ever pumped to go to rehab. Uh, I mean, I went four different times myself and I promise you each and every time I went in essentially kicking and screaming. So it's very normal to almost get to the point where it's a last resort. And usually it's because we come to the conclusion that we cannot stop on our own. No matter how much we try, no matter how much we want to stop, we just find that we cannot stop, um, at least for any length of time. Maybe you can string together a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months. But if we don't get the tools and get a little bit momentum in our recovery, it's hard, you know? It's like sobriety is not easy, especially when you're caught up in the cycle. So um, I'm gonna get right into it. Uh, one of the things that is really important when it comes to treatment is it's structured. It's a structured environment, you know? Like rehab programs, they, they basically provide a structured and supportive environment where people can focus solely on recovery. And this is very important. You know, like it's really key. Here's the thing. A lot of people don't want to go to a different place. They don't, they don't like change, but a lot of times the destruction of our using of our alcoholism at home, the things that are going on, the stresses of everyday life, our jobs, uh, family, um, you know, finances, things like that, all of these things pile up and it's almost like you're swimming against, you're swimming upstream, trying to get sober, um, dealing with the everyday stresses of life. It's a lot, it's a lot to deal with. And especially when there's turmoil in the household, which 99.9% .9 of the time there certainly is. So going to a structured environment, um, you know, where you have a, a schedule that's filled with therapy sessions, classes, group meetings, activities, um, you know, all these things are, are designed to help you learn and develop coping mechanisms and understand the root cause of why we use. I mean, that's the biggest thing right there. The, the, the structure, it's not just to take us away from the using, but it's, yes, we get, we get a little bit of momentum in our recovery, but we also need to learn some of the coping mechanisms that come with sobriety that we must learn because if we don't develop new coping mechanisms if we don't get to the root issues underneath the surface it's just a matter of time before we go back to our old behaviors or we pick up new negative vices that that are going to emulate drugs right some people some people pick up food addiction some people switch drugs some people switch from drugs to alcohol and so on and so forth um, you know, some people go to gambling. It's like if we don't get to the root cause of what's going on and 
develop a new perspective and, and healthy ways on dealing with our issues, then it's like a relapse is almost inevitable. You know what I mean? And because we're still stuck with the same emotions, the same feelings that we've been trying to escape from. So this structure, it's, it's really important and it's not a cure-all, right? It's, it's not like... It's not like you go to rehab and you're guaranteed sobriety, because of course that's not the case, but nothing is, nothing's guaranteed. There is no system in recovery that's guaranteed, but it really gives us a fair shot and it gives us some momentum to start with, with some days underneath our belt. And there's a lot to be said about having 30 days, 60 days, 90 days before you go back into dealing with the stresses of life and as long as you come back home prepared and when you go to a a treatment uh, a rehab facility that understands the importance of setting people up for success when they go home now you know not all treatment centers are good and and i'll be the first to admit that i work in the industry um you know i've been in treatment myself and not all places are cracked up to what they say that they are but with that said, there's plenty of good places too. And when you do go to places that know what the hell they're doing and they're, they're competent and they help people succeed for when they go back home, man, having, having some days underneath your belt is crucial. It, it really is because it, it gives you skin in the game. It gives you a sense of something that there is, you have something to lose and that's important. When you feel like you got nothing to lose, and fuck it like why change and you're just caught up in the cycle of everyday using it's hard to break out of that so structure is number one number two is is uh is medical and and therapeutic support and this is i mean this is really big one and this is what stops people from getting sober to begin with a lot of times it is the physical detox detox is not fun and I mean, some detoxes are lethal. They, they're extremely dangerous. And when it comes specifically to when it comes to specifically benzos and alcohol, you need to detox medically. You need a professional setting where you are with a team of nurses and doctors that know what the hell they're doing. Um, I mean, benzos and alcohol are no joke. When it comes to alcohol, you're dealing with uh, seizures, delirium tremens. Uh, tremors, heart palpitations, and and benzo benzo withdrawal is very similar. A lot of those same things happen with benzos. And man, it's it's no joke. It is not fun. And so going to a place where obviously the whole goal is to get sober, but it's to do it safely as well. You know what I mean? And um, this is a crucial part. And this is the the little piece, right? This little detox period where it's the shortest part of your recovery journey, you know, but it's also a very crucial part because a lot of people stop before they even start their journey because they can't get through the withdrawals. When you try to detox at home, you you just don't love yourself enough yet to hold yourself accountable to staying sober. When you know that there's a drug dealer down the street and you got some money in in your pocket or you can come up with a scheme to to get drugs, you're going to do it. 99.9% of the time, that voice is going to win. And here's the thing, right? You might be headstrong 
for the entire day, for the, for the week, right, or, or for a few days in a row. But on the third day, the fourth day, if you just have one moment of weakness and you say, fuck it, I'm just going to get high one time so I can get rid of th these symptoms, like that's all it takes to, to just go back into the cycle again. And removing yourself from that temptation and getting support and going to a detox and you know, therapeutic and medical support is just so, it's so crucial. I can't even, I can't even state it enough. Um, I remember I did, there was one time where I did successfully detox at home and it was fucking brutal. It was so, it, it was miserable and I'll never forget it. And actually it was the last time that I did get sober, I did detox at home, but I don't recommend it, I really don't. And I was using opiates, which is not a fun detox whatsoever. It was extremely painful and um, it, it's not lethal, but it, it certainly feels like you're gonna die. That's for damn sure. Um, and honestly, it was a miracle that I even got through that. I didn't sleep for four straight days. I was basically like on the verge of like hallucinating and, and, you know, seeing things and hearing things. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Um, body aches, diarrhea, couldn't eat, hot, cold sweats, the restless legs. I mean, you name it. It's just, uh, it's not fun. And I really, I wished at the time that I, that I probably could be somewhere, you know what I mean? Because it, it, it was a miracle that I didn't go back out using. And a big part of that was because of the support system that I did have going to meetings and things like that, which kind of ties into, you know, the second part that I'm talking about here. And, and number two is not just the medical support, but the therapeutic support, getting support from, from, uh, you know, people that can, can help you in a therapeutic way, you know? So that's number two. And number three is peer support, right? And, and essentially, you know, it, rehab, it provides a community and, and it provides a community of people that, that are basically facing similar struggles and people that can relate to what you're going through. Uh, and this is going to reduce the feelings of isolation and, and create a sense of, like, of understanding and mutual support with other people. And I, I, always tell, I always tell people before they go to treatment, I'm like, listen, the people that you meet in rehab are going to be some of the most important people that you meet. And, and not just the staff, but also the people that you're in there with. Because it's one of those, it's one of those big events in life that can really completely change the course of your entire life. And that's the point of going. And hopefully that is the case, right? That's, that's the goal is to completely change our behavior and change the path that we're currently on. So the, the reason why we develop such strong relationships is because it's a highly emotional thing. And we're with other people that know exactly how we're feeling. And it doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily get along with everybody that you're in, in treatment with. I know I certainly didn't. Um, I, I remember when I, when I first went to rehab, um, I was, I was 18 years old when I went to my first inpatient rehab and there was a, there was a man that I was rooming with and this guy, I walk in and he's the first person I see essentially in, in my, uh, 
in my unit and this guy was like you know 45 50 years old massive dude uh almost like a like you know he's a hardcore alcoholic i could pretty much tell that like right off the bat um looked like the total opposite of me right and here i am i'm this 18 year old smart ass who has no real life responsibilities um addicted to drugs strung out and i don't want to be there you know what i mean and i thought i thought i really knew uh i thought i knew it all and i was extremely stubborn and here's this other guy who's like the polar opposite of me and and you know it's funny um we got along great and we didn't have a lot in common but what we did have in common were obviously the emotions and the feelings behind why we were there and that's essentially what what goes down in treatment and not all personalities mix but you'd be surprised with the people that you do get along with and and they're not necessarily people that you would uh you know that you grew up with back home but it's just a different type of environment it's a different type of bond that you get to experience with people and and there's people that I still you know that I'm friends with on Facebook that I went to treatment with fucking over a decade ago and we still communicate and we still keep up with one another you know and and so it's it's really cool it's really neat to be a part of obviously get your own journey on the right path but also be a part of other people's journeys and i'll never forget a lot a lot of the people man i went to treatment with i could i could still remember so many of them and and another sad part too is like not all of us make it you know what i mean and and sometimes those people serve as a really strong reminder about why we do what we do and and why we have to continue moving forward and staying sober because the reminders are there you know what i mean and um if you go to treatment and you look around just know that not everybody's probably going to make it within a year or two or five or, or certainly 10 it's it's the it's the horrific truth of addiction and the and the level of seriousness that it really represents but but the point that I'm bringing up here is having that support when we go to treatment is just very important. It's um, it takes us away from the isolation that fuels our addiction. Always remember that addiction thrives in isolation. Recovery thrives in unification. And if you can take anything away from this podcast episode, it's that right there. We need to get plugged in. We need support in one form or another and we just don't have the tools to do it on our own because guess what if we did if we did have the tools to get sober on our own we would have fucking done it already you know what i mean it's like if i could have waved a magic wand and changed my perspective and the way that i thought about things and the way that i dealt with my problems and understanding why i did shit the way that i did and or i should say for the reasons underneath the surface like if I knew all that, I would have figured it out a while ago and changed it. But, but we can't. You know what I mean? We we need to we need to work with others and and figure out what's actually happening. And and we need a different perspective a lot of the times. Um, so, those are essentially the the three things that that definitely play a big role in in the benefits of treatment. You know, one, it's a structured environment. Two, the the medical support and and therapeutic support as well, and um, 
and and three and the the support the peer support that you get from from people that you're in there with and staff members and always remember that like it's never a bad time to make the right decision for yourself it's not easy to go to treatment you know what i mean it's not easy to to do something like that and uproot your living situation and go essentially live somewhere else for a month or two or three, however long you go, right? But it will save your life. It will save your ass. And that's the biggest thing. You have to do the math. What are the pros of you going? And what are the cons of you not going? And you, you can't try to hold on to your, you know, say, oh, well, I got to work and I got to pay bills. When the fuck did your bills become more important than your peace of mind and actually having a life that's worth living? You know what I mean? We, we get so robotic in some of the ideologies that we have and we ignore the most important factors and that's our well-being. And yes, of course, we all have responsibilities. Some of us have kids. Some of us, obviously, you know, most of us have jobs and it's not easy to take that time for yourself, but, but it will save your life and it will be an investment in your time that will be the best investment you've probably ever made. If you go, if you go to the right place, right? Not every place is, is, uh, not every place is the, the best and there are certain places that are better fit for others. Um, but trust me, their help is out there and there are, and there are really good places to, to get that help. So, if you're on the fence, if you feel like you're you're struggling, reach out. You know it's it, it's 100% worth it. And um, before I before I end this podcast, I'd really appreciate if you guys could rate this podcast. Um, if you could just do that before uh, before the end of this show, I'd really appreciate it. It's, it's a the only way that you know it helps getting the the show out to other people who need it. So I'd appreciate if you can give it a rating. Um, and listen, if you're in this position where you've tried getting sober on your own and you've tried to control your using and you've tried to make all these different changes and it's not working, reach out, do something about it. Stop trying to do the same shit over and over again and expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity right there is doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result how many fucking times does does it need to be proved to you that it doesn't work the way that you're going about it and change is scary but i'm telling you it's it's a hundred percent worth it so um if you're struggling reach out you can you can reach my direct line um it is 203-917-8862 again that is 203-917-8862 uh, much love guys. I, I, you know, I appreciate you tuning in every single week and, uh, you're the reason why I do what I do. I love helping people get sober and seeing people's journey and seeing where they come from and, and how much of a mess our life can be when, when we're first getting sober and, and then just seeing like the lights come on and, and hearing people on the phone when they're in treatment and hearing people getting just a little bit better and like, just starting to take one step in front of the other and things start to change mentally, emotionally, physically. And before we know it, like 
we have a month under our belt and and we get plugged in when we go back home and and our life is starting to come together and it's like a slowly but surely things just happen the way that they're supposed to once we start to do the right thing so don't put that off don't put it off any longer reach out for help again my number is 203-917-8862 much love i will see you on the next one